Welcome to the Ask Sophie podcast, where each week I answer your questions on all things mindset and manifestation. I'm obsessed with helping you create the life of your dreams. And in this podcast, I do my very best to guide you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really hope you love today's episode. And a great big warm welcome to season two, episode 11 of the Ask Zophie podcast. Before I get into it, and I, I'm going to share a pick from Love Notes also, as I always do. But last week, if you watched on YouTube, so obviously episode 10, I couldn't get my editing software to edit the few seconds from the start of the video and end that I needed to edit where I'm kind of fiddling with my hair or whatever I was doing. <laughs> so, so in the end, I was just like, I've got to put it out. If you listen to it on audio, it would have been fine. There just would have been a, a sort of bit of a delay. But if you're watching on YouTube, it, yeah, there's just the stupid bit at the start and the end. Uh, so Today, I've recorded like a minute of nothing because that I should be able to clip off. So fingers crossed. <laughs> Otherwise, I have to put all of that up, which really would not be ideal. Anyway, I am really excited to share what I'm going to share on today's podcast with you, because like I say, on repeat, what I'm going to say I know is has the potential to be uber helpful. And that's what I'm all about. That's what just gives me life. So I have playfully titled today's episode, I was wrong, I failed, I give up. Now, obviously, I've said that's kind of like a playful title. And it's it is tongue in cheek. But I'm going to share, as I very often do, on my own experience. I, For any of you that are into human design, if you know anything about human design, I have a three in my chart, and that means I am meant to learn and to help others through trial and error. And when I found out about human design last year, I think it was, and, and this three in my chart was like, my God, that that is so correct. That is so my life. I'm so throwing myself into things, making what you might think of as a big old mess, and then coming out and going, oh, okay, guys, don't do this, or do do this. <laughs> Normally, it's the, the former, not the latter. But anyway, I won't dwell on that. So before I, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share, I'm gonna share, I'm just trying to think, do I share from love notes? Or do I do my behind the scenes? Before I get into it, I'm not sure which one to do first. Okay, I'm feeling called to share from love notes. I actually, um, this isn't my original copy. I've got an original copy of one that's called Love Notes from God. So I'm holding this up. You won't be able to see, obviously, if you're just listening to the audio of this. But I mostly read from the hardback copy. And I haven't actually picked up the paperback copy for ages. But the if you haven't seen it, the, the cover is has a really uh, simple design it's just one of my favorite colors navy and it just says love notes in white with, with two lines on it really simple and I absolutely love uh, just when I picked it up this morning I think because I'm so used to picking up the hard back version and I picked up the paperback it sort of like reminded me of just because it was different um and and the reason it reminded me because it's different is because our minds when, when we see something again and again 
It's called, I was thinking about this earlier, it's called in psychology or positive psychology, hedonic adaptation. It's just a fancy psychological term for getting used to stuff. And so with the best will in the world, the things that are around you that are awesome, they won't have the same impact on you a week or a month or a year or 10 years in as they did when you first were sort of in the vicinity of that person or that thing. And so when I picked up the paperback versus the usual hardback, it just helped to remind me of how much I freaking love this book. Anyway, I'm really babbling on. So I haven't picked a page or a quote in advance. I'm going to do that now. And please know that whatever comes up, if, if this resonates with you, then this, what I'm going to share, and this is always the case, is, is meant for you. Take this as the loving sort of wink from the universe or, or message or soothing reminder that, that you need and know that it is, this is meant for you. Okay, just bear with me a minute while I tune in and pick a page. I'm going to read both pages, actually. So surrounded are you that your eyes cannot see. Come home to me now. And then within and without, forever and always, woven through surrounding, this is my grace, my love, my dear. And of course, both of these quotes speak to the fact that the love of the divine is some, I heard someone use the metaphor once of like a, a fish being in water. They're so surrounded by it. It's just their environment that they don't realize that they're in water. And it's the same with the love of the divine. It's so woven through everything, the tapestry of your life, of your being that it's easy to not perceive it. And obviously because it's not visible, the, the, the actions of it and the sort of net results and effects can be because, because they come about in the physical, but the actual essence of it is not visible. And so it's really challenging when you're caught up in the mind to have faith in this unseen, invisible, like I say on one of the pages in Love Notes, can you put your faith in, can you put your trust in pure awareness? And, and this is this is massive. And when I talk about these things, you might it might completely resonate. It might make perfect sense. You might it might kind of feel nice but make no sense. Just keep going with it. Like you, you might know because I've talked about this before and in the book that I'm writing called Living in in Faith, I speak to this, how I have this and I'm ever thankful for it, un unshakable, unbreakable faith. And I'm not able to tell you at which point that clicked into place. I can remember a time where I just wanted to have faith. I understood it, got it conceptually, but I it, I didn't embody it. I wasn't feeling it in my being. And at some point, I just kept going and going and going. And I reached this tipping point. And this will always be the case if you do keep going. So if these, these concepts and ideas sound a bit out there and... um just they are these concepts but you don't really understand them keep going because at some point the penny will fully drop and then you'll just you'll turn that corner and you won't be able to perceive as you used to perceive and everything will will shift okay so before I get into what I want to get into and I'm really excited to do that behind the scenes you might know if you happen to be one of my friends in real life or a Facebook friend or you follow me on Instagram and I am going to do a whole episode on this because 
there are so many freaking nuggets and helpful points and pieces in the story. But I've been just very lightly pondering the idea of moving for a little while, either to somewhere like a flat that's easier or a house that's a bit cheaper to free up some equity to make life easier. And every now and then I just have a little kind of look, but nothing serious. And I was looking a few weeks back and saw this flat that was sold and thought if that was for sale, that would be perfect. And then a couple of days later, I was having another just brief look again and the same flat was on the market. And the moment that I saw that it was for sale again, I just had this uh, undeniable sense that I'm gonna buy that flat. I'm gonna be living in that flat. And long story short, and like I say, I will do a whole episode on this. I what decided I'm gonna see if I can acquire, <laughs> purchase, buy this flat. Uh, my house obviously wasn't even on the market. So got the balls, the balls. <laughs> I was just talking to Daniel earlier and he reminded me that in last week's episode I was talking about balls and and it must be in my brain um because that's a Freudian slip didn't get the balls rolling I got the ball rolling okay um and very quickly even though the market is quiet we're coming up to Christmas the economy is obviously going into already in decline I sold my house really quickly I, I i'm not sure the exact how quick the turnaround was i will check it out before i do the whole episode on this but it, it was really fast and particularly relatively speaking because like i say the market as uh, on the whole is so slow and so i all being well am going to be moving in the not so distant future and this does kind of tie into what i'm going to talk about today and like i say, i'm going to do a whole episode on this thing because how that unfolded on the back of me working on my energy consistently was freaking awesome. And I want you to get this, the fact that it's the energetic shift, it's the inner change that really is where the, the money is, really where you get your bang for your buck. Okay, so to today's episode, finally, however many minutes in, I was wrong, I failed, I give up is what I titled this episode today. So you might know because I am extremely open about the stuff that I go through. The only thing that ever really holds me back is when other people are involved and there are certain things that honestly I would love to be able to talk about, but I can't, or it's not that I can't, it's that it would, it would cause me a lot of trouble. <laughs> and so th those are the only things really that, that for me are out of bounds. But apart from that, I share pretty much all my freaking stuff because again that's just part of who I am so you might know this anyway about 18 months ago I I decided and I talk about this in the book I decided that I was going to really up the ante in terms of this living in faith and really putting my money where my mouth is in, in terms of it and so I was like, I want to reach more people. I want to have a bigger impact. I want to really just live like I know that all my prayers have been answered. And what I want is to reach this wider audience and to have a publish a book and to be speaking to, to larger and larger audiences. So 
what I decided to do was a few things. I began this podcast. I quit my seeing private clients pretty much 100%, although I saw the odd person, um, but pretty much said, said no to that. And I invested um, a fair bit of money into both my home and my business. And essentially what I did was I put my income way down and my outgoings way up. But it was like, okay, seeing as I know that my prayers have been answered and everything I want already exists, okay, cool, I, I can I can do this. So I, so I'm just looking at my, uh, at my notes here. So that was the, the, the position that I put myself in. It was like, okay, it's really, like I said, putting my money where my mouth is in terms of the action that I was taking. And this, like I say, was 18 months ago. And I did a bunch of different things. I started this podcast. I created the member area for children. I It must have been in that time that I, I think, although I forget the chronology of this, I got the, the kids journal published. I got love notes from God as it was, and uh, now just called love notes, also published. I got some help with my Instagram. I got some help from a VA, all, all these different things. I kind of like up-leveled things from, from a business perspective. And basically in the last 18 months, through that whole process, as I've already mentioned, I didn't for one beat lose faith or think, you know, God, as I think of it, the universe or synergy, however you want to think of it, it is, isn't going to give me what I desire. And I, and I, I live in alignment with what is a truth for me, which is, it's always either this or something better. And I've talked about a, a bunch of times. I remember when I heard Byron Katie say it, it the moment that she doesn't get what she wants she immediately thinks that there must be a better offering or option because the alternative is that that God is mean that God is a masochist and she just doesn't believe that and I wholeheartedly a, a, agree with that so never for a beat did I lose faith but I was doing a masterclass I think it'll be two weeks ago tomorrow actually and you might have been in this masterclass it was the second part of how to not f it up basically and I took three of the concepts from that exhaustive list that I've shared uh with with those in, in my membership and anyone who typically is, is a private client of mine that we get in our own way and one of them was biting off more than you can chew and the other was putting putting pressure on yourself. And I've been saying kind of to myself and also to Daniel a fair bit recently, you know, there's there's too much on my plate. Um, it's it's a challenge in the physical. Like I I I keep afloat, but only because of all the inner work that I do. And your average person, if they had all this stuff going on, would would be drowning. And so I've been kind of again never lost faith never thought this isn't going to work but like oh okay I feel like I'm blocking it some way somehow so I was I've been thinking about this for a bit and then I'd said to Daniel pre the masterclass I'd said to him if I came to see me as a client and in in my typical way I asked me so you know um therapist coach me, ask client me, tell me about your life, what your challenges, this, that, and the other. 
the therapist me would say to Mimi, <laughs> I'm confusing myself, are you confused? The way that you are living is, is not conducive or it's making it really challenging for you to stay in alignment. Exactly what I just said. So you are, you're getting there, but you're having to do a lot of work. It's, it's very similar actually to how it was in my marriage. I managed to maintain my sort of joy levels, but it was taking so much from me to, to do that. And so I was doing it, but it was harder than it needed to be. And so this has been kind of going swirling around along with heaps and heaps. And again, I'll talk about this in the episode where I talk about buying the flat, which will probably be not next week, but the week after, I reckon. Um, so I, what was I going to say then? I've had one of those, um, what's it called? Brain, brain farts, I think. So uh, yeah, I was kind of mindful of the fact that mm, something something's amiss here. And I know what I'm saying. I was also doing a lot, as I've talked about before, of inner work around feeling abundance, around manifesting wealth, around feeling really supported in the physical, because my connection to the divine is really uber powerful you know people often say to me when I get Reiki and stuff oh you know you need to ground yourself you're like you know you're kind of away with the fairy sort of thing and I won't go into all the all the reasons why but the, the feeling of that same support in the physical what wasn't in place I've been doing loads of work on myself relative to that and so I'm doing this masterclass nearly two weeks ago talking to my lovely members and clients who were in the masterclass about how when we when we rush and when we put pressure on and when we try and run before we can walk or as I wrote down in my notes walk before we can run which obviously is backwards but um how this but basically anything that leans you into or pulls you into tension is taking you out of alignment anything that leans you towards or into ease is pulling you further into alignment so I really had this light bulb moment post the masterclass that hang on a minute, what I had done and hadn't realized fully, certainly until this point, was I had bitten off more than I could chew. So I'm really eager and I think, okay, I am gonna come back to balls again. I think last week I was speaking about spiritual balls and how I reckon in all humility, I have, huge spiritual balls like I'm I'm not afraid I, I will get in there and, and get on with stuff and I think that I've talked about this before there are these fine lines and there's a fine line between this kind of passion and then pressure so one of the things that was in my on my mind when I sort of threw myself in 18 months or so ago was Tony Robbins I think he is it's, I, don't, I don't think it's his quote but he quotes it um, although it might be, if you want to take the island, burn your boats. And so I had this in my mind, like just go going all in. And so what I had done, because I have a tendency, and we all have these tendencies, different ones, to be tough on myself. And so I had gone, yeah, I'm going to do this. But what I hadn't realized was my mind had got involved and there was a little bit of being tough on myself included in that equation. 
And so I always say this in Manifesting Miracles, and I do hope that I'll do another Manifesting Miracles early next year, by the way. If you're keen to join, or if you've done it before and you want to join again, drop me a message because I'll put your name on my on my wait list. And as soon as I've got the dates for that, I will I will let you know. So I say in Manifesting Miracles, I, I, even the techniques that I teach you have as this, this caveat, or first and foremost, if this takes you out of alignment, even if it works for 99 others out of 100, don't you do it right now. And so while the, if you want to take the island, burn the boats is, is an awesome piece of advice, it, there's always this caveat, not for you if it takes you out of alignment. And what had happened with me was there was too much pressure. So I was in this situation where financially I'd put this pressure on myself and didn't have the support. And so when you want to manifest something, a lot of it is about what you're doing energetically, the inside work. However, there is also the physical component. So it's like, again, I gave the example of me being in, in my marriage. I was doing all the inner work, but that environment was really not healthy for me. And same with the environment that I'd created for myself on the back of going, I'm not going to see private clients. And I I'm going to do this podcast. So I there was there was too much pressure. There was I'd bitten off more than I more than I could chew. So that pressure element had come in. And so yeah, post the masterclass, I I, I really the penny fully dropped relative to this. And I remembered how I talked about this in the podcast where I speak about my my <laughs> butter chicken method of of manifesting <laughs> of manifesting romantic love into my life and how I'd had I'd realized I was putting pressure on myself relative to to manifesting love and, and I and I suddenly just flipped it and went you know what yeah you're 14 for whatever it was at the time Sophie you can meet someone at 50 at 60 uh, even at like 70 and you could be together for 20 30 years who knows just basically take all the pressure off and I was like okay well this is what I need to do relative to what I'm trying to do now. Like I, I have this passion in me that is so powerful to reach lots of people, to help lots of people, to be this source of love and light on the, on the planet and to, and to live a life of devotion and service. But it's like, you know what, your, your kids still need a lot from you. This is me talking to myself. You're, you're, you're a single parent. You've got this decent sized home with a garden and and financial responsibilities all these different things and it's just too much so it's like okay I need to emulate that same vibe and go what if for example I wait another five years ten years whatever and, and the number isn't important but I could wait until the kids are yet five years older and I'm 50 and then it happens so it's like do you know what I'm just gonna take all the pressure off I'm going to still keep doing the podcast, but I'm going to go back to private client work so that I have an income, so that there isn't that financial pressure, because that tension around finances, I've been doing loads of inner work, which is what's led to this flat experience, which again, I'll talk about. Um, but but it's also creating that support in the physical. So it's like, yeah, just don't even try and grow 
anything. Just plod along with the podcast, do the odd Instagram post, keep sending out the odd email to people on your list, nurture those in your membership, nurture your private clients, um, but just take all the pressure off. And straight away was like, whoa, that feels so good. Because of course, that was blocking me. And the challenges, like I said earlier, there are these fine lines, like there's a fine line between caring and worrying. Sorry, that's my doorbell going, but I'm just going to ignore it. And hopefully, whoever is delivering something will just leave it in the porch. Otherwise, I'll have to run off. And then, <laughs> because I don't know, how, well, I could probably edit it. I'm not I'm not sure if I'd be able to edit the video version. So let's keep fingers crossed that whoever's there is just going to dump something in the, I was going to say garage, in the porch and run away. Um, please pray for me that that happens. Or I need to find some awesome video editor fast. Okay, so I've totally forgotten where I was going now. That's that's. Sometimes I'm having a conversation with Daniel and he'll interrupt me and then he says, what were you saying? I'm like, I have no idea. That was like 30 seconds ago. There's no chance of me remembering that. But anyway, I realized that I, I think they've gone. Phew. I realized that <laughs> the most professional podcast, good job I'm not trying to grow it, that I'm just going to take all that pressure off. And so... I really what I want to say is that whatever it is that any of us is doing at any point that is that is blocking us, we've got to be mindful of this and do something about this because my my situation wasn't work hasn't been working for me and putting that pressure on wasn't working for me. So any of those blocks that we've got, the way that I often describe it is that everything that you have ever asked for already exists in vibrational form and energetic form. And we create this like dam or this wall between us and, and that stuff. And so really the work is to keep just taking those blocks away. And yeah, like I said, I can't wait to talk to you about the whole process so far of me buying the flat and how, what an amazing example that is of, of how the physical responds to you being energetically in alignment. So when I'm saying I was wrong, I failed, I give up. Obviously, again, I'm, I'm saying those, I'm saying those words, using them tongue in cheek, like I don't believe in wrong or right, because like I say to my kids all the time, they say, is this, is it good for me? And I say, well, like Shakespeare said, there's nothing either good or bad, but only thinking makes it so. Saying it's good or bad or wrong or right, these are judgments. And I steer clear of judgments as much as I can because they are the vernacular of the mind and they stop you seeing and perceiving things in the most clear manner. So when I say I was wrong, uh, I obviously don't mean literally wrong. I'm using that in a, in a jokey way because like Abraham Hicks say, you can never get it wrong because you never get it done. You are an eternal being. And so it's all just another chance to try this out and try that out. Like I said earlier, trial and error. I failed. Again, I also use that term tongue in cheek because like in NLP, there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. And I give up. What I mean by that is I'm definitely, definitely not giving up on my dreams. I'm just giving up on any of the tension that I'd placed relative to those dreams. And that's always a wise thing to do. And, and it's like I still want to have this impact to help people to leave a, a legacy. But A, I know it's either this or something better. 
and B, I, I, I surrender that over. Like it doesn't have to be this that way. When we get hung up on specifics, we take ourselves out of alignment and we stop ourselves from manifesting the very thing that we ultimately desire. So I just wanted to sort of go through that and, and say that that is all, in case you didn't gather that, very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, the the time constraint thing, I talked about this in the masterclass, it's very common like if you're meet, if you're looking to meet a partner, and particularly if you're a woman of a certain age and you want to have a baby, because you can feel like you know your ovaries speaking to you, like hurry up, hurry up, or wh whatever the reason. But no matter the reason, if it's making you feel tense, that tension is your indicator that you're blocking. Okay, so my tension was, you know, oh God, I, I really could do with you know this working because I want to bring in some more money soon or um, there's a lot to do it's like that that tension is a block any any time you feel like oh that feels that feels like a relief or that feels easier that's your indicator that you are beginning to allow we don't need to make the stuff happen our role is to allow it in, to remove the blocks. Like it says in A Course in Miracles, it's about removing the blocks to inner peace that, that already exists within you. So I really hope that that, that makes sense. It's what, I'm, what I really want to speak to is that when you're biting off more than you can chew, when you're putting that pressure on yourself, when you're putting time constraints, they so work against you. And it will be interesting to see what happens with, with me now that I've made this decision because I, I know but I don't know the specifics of it but I know what the kind of thing that's going to happen and the other thing that's just come up for me is that like I my children's journal I bought a bunch of copies because I can buy author copies and then sell them myself not not through Amazon and I put it on a local Facebook page and sold quite a few copies and then the mind wants to go oh but that's only like I don't know, 50 quid, whatever, whatever it would be. But this is the mind. This is how it freaking works. It will try and stop you from taking those small steps that ultimately can spell exponential growth. Because, for example, in, in that situation, me getting fiver, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, it's relatively speaking for probably anyone listening to this, a small amount of money, but it adds up. And this is what the mind does. And it wants to stop me from taking those things and it will get you to go after the big thing. Well, no, like you should be trying to get your podcast out there. No, that that stuff comes when you keep taking those, those small steps. And it also, in this example, me selling that, you know, those copies gets me into that feeling of success and energy, this is why we keep saying it, people in my field, energy is everything because that feeling of success will then draw more success to you. And anything that I would deem success is going to be magnetized to me on the back of this. And that comes just from taking those small steps, those viable steps, those easy steps. Okay, I really hope that I've made sense of this. Um, next week, I'm going to talk about, oh, I forgot what I'm going to talk about. It's written on my, on my list. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm going to share some manifesting tips, some quite like what I would think of as advanced manifesting stuff. So I can't wait to share that. And then the week after, I'm definitely going to do talk about how the whole flat thing unfolds. If you like a manifesting story, if you like stories that kind of speak to magic and the miraculous, you will freaking love it. And I'm so excited to share on that. 
if anything I've said today hasn't made any sense, if you've got any questions on the back of it, please message me because I'm not sure how clear I've been today. And uh, it'd be cool to get the feedback, but also I don't want to leave you thinking like, what's she on about? So do message me. Have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks for, I think I might be getting better at this, watching or listening. I didn't say watching slash listening. I think I'm going to practice that. I really appreciate it. As ever, if you've had any light bulb moments, if this has helped, if you know anyone that this would help, please share it on your social media. But tag me because otherwise I can't see it and I can't say thank you. And I really appreciate that. Like I always say, I will be back next week. Thanks for being with me. And in the meantime, sending you lots of love.